Welcome to the Johannesburg Church of Christ podcast. In these podcasts, we seek to know Christ and to make him known to all nations and people. In the midst of these unprecedented times the world faces, we wish to encourage you with a thought for you to cut through your day. May today's message bring about peace in your thinking through Christ. Hi, this is Werner Reinecke. This morning's devotional continues the topic of prayer. The psychologist and philosopher Robert Moore once said, If you do not pray, you will either be habitually depressed or obsessed with your own ego. He said that this is true whether one is religious or not. Without private prayer to bring a balance to the soul, one easily slips into either a depressive mindset on the one hand or an inflated ego on the other. When we engage in private prayer, we develop a deep sense of our own place in this world, our place before God and our concern and responsibilities for others. I think most of us have heard of an older Christian say that they are not very good at prayer. It may even be true of you right now. It is not an easy thing to admit, especially when prayer is foundational to a relationship with God. I want to encourage you to press on, to not give up. When we think of Revelation 3 verse 20, See, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. Our first thought might be how many people misunderstand this to be a description of how to become saved. We may miss the very personal promise that Jesus gives us, that he is ready to have an intimate relationship with us, no matter what we may think we deserve or not deserve. This morning I'm not going to offer you a profound insight, but rather remind you of some of the basic principles taught in the Bible. In Luke 11, it describes how One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive those who sin against us, and lead us not into temptation. It is amazing how much is contained in this short prayer. Jesus teaches that we need to acknowledge who it is we are addressing, that his priorities are first, the establishment of God's reign in this world, that we need to have a daily dependence on him, that we need to recognize that how we behave towards others influences our relationship with Him. That we should also recognize that others may hurt us and that we need to forgive them anyway. It teaches us that our personal righteousness matters. In my Bible, which is the Christian Standard Bible, the translators of 1 Peter 4 decided to insert the paragraph heading End Time Ethics before verse 7. I like the words end 
time ethics very much. In the NIV, verse 7, it reads, The end of all things is near. Therefore be alert and of sober mind, so that you may pray. When Jesus will return, we simply do not know, though we need to live our lives in eager anticipation of that glorious day. What each of us does know, deep down, is that our own end is rushing towards us. Just as fear is the beginning of wisdom, a realization of our own mortality and dependence on God is foundational to prayer. The Bible tells us that we need to be clear-minded, having a sober view of ourselves and of others. The Bible does warn us that our prayers may be hindered through selfish requests, through unbelief and doubt, through discord and through unforgiveness towards others. Now a few words about unbelief and doubt. Remember the cry of the man in Mark chapter 9 when he exclaimed, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief. I do believe we can pray this as well. In other words, express exactly how we feel. And God's assistance can be asked to resolve those thoughts and feelings. There is a passage I love in 1 John chapter 3. Two verses therein are often read in isolation from the surrounding text. Verse 21 and 22 say, Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from Him anything we ask because we keep His commands and do what pleases Him. We may read this and feel somewhat discouraged. How then can I pray if my own thoughts burden me? The key here is to read the preceding two verses as well from verse 19 of 1 John chapter 3. Verse 19 says, This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in His presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and He knows everything. Isn't that one of the most amazing assurances you've ever heard? God desires to hear from us whatever is going on in our lives. Then it continues in verse 23. And this is His command to believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as He commanded us. The one who keeps God's command lives in Him and He in them. And this is how we know that He lives in us. We know it by the Spirit He gives us. Let us pray together. Our Heavenly Father, thank You that You desire to hear from us. Thank You that You are greater than our hearts, that You are not constrained by our weaknesses. Thank You that we can set our hearts at rest in Your presence. Please help us to have a living relationship with you. Amen.